So I guess there's, there's two questions that are, I, we're, we're going to tie together. But one is, you know, what is the unforgivable sin? Lots of people have talked about it. And, uh, and two, what is the greatest temptation? What is the hardest thing in this world to resist doing? And I'll, I'll let you take it from there. Hmm. It was your idea. Right. <laughs> but I thought you were going to give a little more of an introduction. Now you've got me on the spot. No, it's, uh, uh, I, I've been uh, contemplating this, this thought for the last couple of days. And uh, I came to the conclusion that, uh, that it is the, Greatest temptation, the, 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 the uh, greatest temptation that anybody can be confronted with. What is the excuse that people use right. for not believing in God? I mean, the excuse they use ultimately for all the other sins. Yeah. Right, it, yeah. and, and that's why it's the greatest temptation. Yeah, because it's your get out of jail free card. It's the, it's the greatest rationalization, for excusing your own evil and not dealing with it. Yes. I've been marveling at at the, at the ways of God, and and how He has designed everything, how He has engineered, set everything up. Everything, every detail, and of course, especially in the matter of creating man in his own image. We see, we see evil in the world everywhere. And one of, the, one of the first excuses people will use is, well, what about all the starving children in, in Africa and India? What about, what about all the the uh, crimes, the horrific, the, the, the uh, pedophilia, the, the, the rape, the uh, child molestation of every kind. Uh, what about the injustice? War. War. Uh, what about the pestilence? What, what about all these diseases? If God is God and if he's all-powerful, then doesn't the buck stop with him? Why does he permit all these things to happen? Why does he just let it happen? Why can't he stop it? Why won't he stop it? If he's a loving God, why does he allow all this great suffering? And I think what provoked me to start thinking about this more deeply, I, I've understood these things over the years, uh, and I've, I've had my statements, arguments uh, to, to deal with that issue when people would confront me with this sort of thing. Their, their confrontations are, are, are foolish. They're foolish excuses. But they have some, some truth in them that needs an answer. And seldom do I ever hear people giving the truth to answer that very issue. Why does God allow evil? Why does he allow these things? And you've seen there, there have been millions and millions of hours, billions of hours mm -hmm. spent on this subject. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of the responses are legitimate. 
but they're not really capturing the essence of the issue. Yeah. Because people will say, yeah. and you know, Jordan Peterson's famous for talking about the purpose of evil and it, right. tri you know, it, 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 it creates the circumstances that we need to improve ourselves. And right. And I mean, we're not improving ourselves because if that's what you're trying to do, you're going to wear yourself out pretty quick. Absolutely. But you can't be God. But there's truth in the sense that it seems that many of the likable traits that you'll experience in another person, many of the, the abilities people have are a result of suffering. So, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't take much to see why we have to be uncomfortable in order to uh, grow as human beings. But I don't think anyone would, would think, well, yeah, but do you need to be raped and pillaged? You know, maybe you need some discomfort, maybe you need a bit of a squeeze, but do you really need to be tormented and torn apart? Right. And, uh, mm -hmm. and so a lot of those explanations for the general discomfort we experience in our relatively privileged lives doesn't really explain why a benevolent God would allow such horror to take place. Right. My, my spiritual journey when I was about 25 really began with a broken leg on a ski hill. And from there, I was getting deeper and deeper into searching for, for, for God, for the meaning to life, for, 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 for the purpose of life. And as I look back, years, years later, I think, why did he have to break my leg to get my attention? Couldn't he have just turned me around, like maybe Saul of Tarsus on the road to Damascus? Or, or put it in my heart to believe, like Lydia in the book of Acts. Why did he have to just slam dunk me and, and break my leg and I was in traction for 28 days and, and uh, crutches and a cane and, 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 and all of that, the, 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 all the therapy, the physical therapy. Why, why did I have to go through all of that? But those were the days where I had that intense drawing to, to find the meaning to life, to, to, to find out what God is all about. And I had all kinds of theories and people would come to me and a, a, a Catholic priest would come to me and talk to me and uh, nurses would say something and people all along the way, evangelicals, they would say things to me. I was pondering these things. But what is, a, recently with this COVID thing happening and with this uh, jab, that, that, that is happening. The stab? Yeah, the stab. Right. Yeah, 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 the stab. <laughs> and we're hearing senior scientists, virologists, whatever you want to call them, PhDs, Nobel Prize winners, warning, solemnly warning people, pleading with people, whatever you do, don't take the stab. Don't take it doesn't matter whether it's any of those Pfizer or Moderna or J&J &J or any of those AstraZeneca doesn't matter mm -hmm. don't take it it's not a vaccine it's not a vaccine and there are several people out there and they're being censored they're being shut down mm -hmm. and they're there a lot of them are saying that within two years I can't say a lot I can't say that, I don't know, but there have been a few that have been saying people are going to die within two years of getting that, uh, that, that jab. Uh, and I, I have to believe them because you can follow the money. The people that are pushing for this stuff are 
are there to make a, a lot of money, one way or another, whether it's for themselves personally or, mm -hmm. or for their hospitals or their practice or whatever, they stand to make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But the people that are speaking up, they're, they stand to lose everything. Right. Their career, their reputation, their lives, their families, they stand to lose that. All you have to do is follow the money, okay? So here we have this, this horrific thing coming down the pike where it looks to me like billions of people could perish just because of, this, of the stab. Yeah, and, and I, was, I was thinking, you know, it's a little bit like the eating of the fruit of the tree of knowledge. Mm -hmm. that's, what, that's what volunteering yourself for this vaccine is. You're eating of the fruit of the tree of knowledge. And, 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 it, and it says, the day you eat of it, you will surely die. And, and, you're, and you're listening to the one who is saying that your safety and security and right. power and honor is in the tree of knowledge. Right. You're believing them. Right. You're taking their word for it. That's right. Says who? Who, who can prove that they are right? right? But you're just swallowing it. Right. That's amazing. You're just going to have an injection and just trust that everything's going to be okay because they said so. Right. That is that is so atrocious. That is so horrible. But that's what's happening. Right. And I was just, you know, they, they say two years. And I don't have any doubt that um, there's going to be serious medical consequences. No. We're already seeing them. No question. But it's like... No question. The Lord said that you eat of it, you will surely die. And Satan was like, oh, come on. Like, they're going to die. Right. And truly, they didn't. Right. So who's right and who's wrong, right? Right. right. And, and I would say the That's same... That's amazing. Yeah, I would say the same thing about this vaccine. The day you take it, you will surely die. And, yeah. and it, it might yeah. be that two-year instantaneous for right. some. Right. And it might be horror drawn out for others. Yes. I mean, who... who many people, when they're ill, want to keep living because they hold out hope for living better one day. Mm -hmm. But who in their right mind would want to continue living if there's, if there's no possible beneficial outcome? In other words, the lucky, I fear, will die quickly. Mm. And many, many more unfortunate will be drawn out yeah. in such horror. I mean, yeah. we're already hearing reports of people unexplained bleeding and exhaustion yeah. and it's just yeah. tore and cancer and yeah. it's it's not it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. And the moment you take it, it's like your insides are. And and, and I would I would bring your time frame down a bit. Uh, I think it's it's uh, a, a few that'll perish or or become seriously damaged within weeks, within days, within months. Right. Uh, but it won't take much more than a year and a half to two years when they're just dead. Yeah. Acor according to these virologists, right. I don't know anything about these things, but I listen. I've listened to hours of right. of these tapes, and this is what I'm getting. And it's going to be horrible either way. Oh man! So here's here's my thought: How is it that these people uh, know what they're doing, and they know what's going to what what the people are going to be subjected to right. by having the stab? Right. What are they what 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 are they thinking? What are they made of? Uh, right. Talk about being uh, psychos. For sure, and, and they, those they the couldn't who care find less. Fault with no God. conscience. Sure, absolutely. They find fault absolutely. with God for inflicting pain. But here's here's I think this is what I could say is my point, the the uh, the fact that 
you claim to believe in God, and if there is a God, why would he permit that kind of thing to happen if he has the power to stop it? All mm -hmm. these horrible things that are happening, that have been happening over mm -hmm. the, the, the history of mankind, all the way down to the beginning with Cain and Abel, mm -hmm. right? Uh, how is it that he's permitting all of that to happen, these horrible things? How can he be so ugly? Because let's face it, all these things are ugly. Mm -hmm. They are destructive. They're horrible. They're horrible. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that the buck stops with God. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that God is responsible for these injections. God is responsible for the famine that, uh, that comes in various nations. He's responsible for the dying children. He's responsible for, for, for the sword, the, he's the, the warfare. He's the supervisor. He is. He is. And, and the Bible teaches that God is Lord over everything. He's sovereign. He calls the shots. It says that all things consist by him. By him all things were made, right. and there wasn't anything made that wasn't made right. without him. Right. So in other words, the, the, the tree of knowledge was there. He put that in the garden. Satan. He put Satan in the garden. Cleverest creature he'd created. That's right, the most subtle of all the beasts which, which God had created. A liar and a murderer from the, the beginning. beginning. That's right, that's right. And so he did all that. Even if you believe some of the other silly stories about S Satan's origin or whatever, the Lord Jesus did say he was a liar and murderer from the beginning. Mm -hmm. But even if you were to believe some of the other stuff, like him being Lucifer, uh, Isaiah the fallen angel. 14, and Ezekiel 28, yeah, the fallen angel, uh, used to be the greatest musician in heaven and uh, choir leader or whatever else you hear, yes. all this nonsense. But God created all things. And he created them with purpose. And when he had finished creating them, he said, he looked at it all and he said, this is good. This is good, mm -hmm. right? So here we have God in, in, in charge, God responsible for everything. And yet you start looking at the world and everything that's happened and in your own life, right? The, the personal things that have happened in my life, uh, there were horrible things that happened in my life and, and there are horrible things that happen in the lives of almost everybody, if not everybody, sooner or later. Mm -hmm. People people just have a rotten background, whether even if it's a, you, you take it back one or two or three generations. Uh, it, there's just really ugly stuff. Mm -hmm. If I've learned anything in my walk with the Lord, it is that God is in full control of everything. I don't care what it is. I don't care what detail it is. I don't care how small the matter is. Mm -hmm. He's in charge of everything. He's in control. So I have to I have to admit that the buck does stop with him. He is responsible for 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 all the murder, all the destruction, mm -hmm. famine, pestilence, all he, of that. He, Wild beasts destroying he, he people. He takes responsibility for it. He does. Of he's not just he does. he's not just expecting us to know who's responsible. He's very clear. I the Lord do all, all these, these things. things, Isaiah 45. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And, and brings up nations and brings them down. Yes. And that requires, if you look at the history, that requires a fair bit of butchery and pregnant women being ripped apart. No kidding. He's, no he's, kidding. He says, I'm the one who does that. Yeah. And uh, people, people say, well, you know, what kind of God is that that would destroy innocent little children? Right. Man, woman, and child. Children aren't innocent. They aren't born innocent. 
And all you have to do is, is, is perform a few tests uh, early in life and you find out how uninnocent they are. Mm -hmm. Their nature, their nature is, is one that is selfish, one that is not innocent by any means. And that can be, that can be proven uh, with, uh, with animals. Mm -hmm. That can be proven with, with human beings. It's, it's all there. But it seems to me, from, from what I understand, God has given mankind every possible excuse, every, every possible uh, uh, justification, opportunity to, to fault him. Mm -hmm. To fault him. So you believe in God, people would say. Well, what about this? And what about that? And what about that? If that's the kind of God you believe in, then to hell with your God. I want to have nothing to do with him. Mm -hmm. That's what you would call the unforgivable sin. Mm -hmm. They are finding fault with God. They are condemning the Creator of all things, mm -hmm. and and it is the Creator of all things, both good and evil, light and darkness. That's what Isaiah forty-five says, and that's what it says in many many places in the Scriptures. He's overall this pestilence that's falling on mankind now that we just finished describing. Right. It is. It is. I don't know of anything more horrific that's ever hit the earth. Even the flood wasn't nearly as bad. Within a few hours, these people are finished, the toast. I think they'd right? rather be drowned than burned. Oh, or whatever. There's fire that's coming. But you, know, but you know, Martin, it's not just fire, but when they talk about the, 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 the stuff that they're putting in these uh, shots, right. messing with your body, just messing with it's all horrible. your systems, your heart, your brain, everything. And I, I, I'm hearing all kinds of reports, our, our customers, uh, one guy was, was working and the guy went, got the vaccine, he had recommended he not do it. And you know, what do you know, he's, he's off for the rest of the week. Horrible discomfort and illness at home. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's not back at work yet. And guess what, people? It's God that's in charge. It's not the devil coming along to destroy the population except under God's sovereign hand. He's, he's, he's a patsy. The book of Job. Right. What a wonderful book. What a terrific book. It's like it blows there, it all wide open. Yeah. That one book. Yeah. You just wouldn't have the perspective on the rest of the scriptures without the story of Job. That's very true. That's why it's, it's included. Yeah, it just blows the whole thing <laughs> wide open. Yeah, yeah. Job never blamed Satan. Not once do, do you hear a word from him about, about holding Satan responsible. He did not blame the Sabians mm -hmm. and the Chaldeans who came and raided his herds and flocks and killed his servants. He didn't blame fire or, or a horrible wind or whatever, uh, which was the case coming down from heaven and destroying the children's house and, yeah. and, and, and so many other things. He, he didn't blame anybody. He held God responsible. I was say, and, and neither did God find fault with Job. For Job holding him responsible. Exactly. He never once said, "What are you, what are you bringing this to me for? Yeah, Take yeah. it up with Satan and yeah. those, those yeah. you know, jerk Chaldeans over there." Sure. I didn't do it. That's right. What are you, yeah. what are you coming after me for? That's right. So that's right. Job didn't blame anybody but God, and, and God didn't fault him for Job, it. Job held God responsible, and God said, for, "Yes, he took responsibility. I'm responsible." And who are you to judge me? Can you do this and this and this and this and this? Mm -hmm. Can you make these animals? Uh, Produce themselves, right. multiply, 
Can you do any of that? Can you bring the seasons? Can you make the snow? Can you do all of these things? Yeah, Can you do any of that team stuff? Leviathan? So who, yeah, Leviathan and BMOS and who are you to judge me? What do you know about me? What right. do you really know? Do you know how to, let's face it, here we are, we can't, we can't, we can't create a hair. Right. We can't create a hair. Right. And we're going to judge God. And that's creating a hair from a copy. He's already done the job. All I have to do is copy. Right. Right? But that was like, do you remember that joke? Yeah. That's a good, you can tell that to the yeah, people. Yeah. So, so there's a, a bunch of scientists and uh, they, they meet up with God and they say, well, God, you've got some pretty amazing tricks, but we've come a long ways and uh, we can create life now too. God says, okay, that's, that's neat. Uh, I, got a, I got a challenge for you, though. I'll get a pile of dirt, and I'll make somebody out of it. And you get a pile of dirt, and, and you make your living person out of it. And so the scientist is like, okay, agreed. And, and they both sit by their pile of dirt, and God says to them, what, what are you doing? Get, get your own dirt. You know, and, and we think we're working with something. We right. think we're working with something. Right. And yet even the minds we're using to fault him were created by him, able to find fault with him. Yeah. Clever enough. We were, we were created clever enough yeah. to find fault find with fault him. Find fault with him. Isn't that remarkable? He's given us every avenue, yes. every opportunity, right. every so-called justification, rationalization to fault him. And it's good stuff. And that's the ultimate temptation. That's right. what I'm calling the ultimate temptation. From another perspective, someone may else may, may call something the ultimate temptation, right? Uh, but but from, from where I'm looking, this is mm -hmm. what I'm seeing. Well, we've talked about it before, and, and you'll wonder when you look at some of what the, the leftists are doing. And, and I've, I've always I've thought how powerful they could be if they just stopped giving a damn to justify themselves. Mm. You know, like, it's almost scary to think about. So, sounds scary. <laughs> because there's so much that they do, and you're thinking, like, you, you've got to go ahead to do much more than that, in a certain sense, not from God. But they have the power and the resources to be much more evil, and yet they're always trying to make it look like they're doing something good. Yeah. In other words, like, the, yeah. one, the one hamstringing of mankind is that he insists on doing his evil in the name of righteousness. Yeah, that's right. Satan is goody two-shoes. Amen. He He's your worst nightmare, goody two-shoes. Yeah. He's <laughs> the nicest guy, the, the kindest guy. Very considerate. That you, very considerate, polite. Thoughtful. Yeah. And, and generous. He's, just, he's the nicest guy you'd want to meet. He just gives you gifts and never requires anything of you. Right. Yeah. Look at all the abilities he's given people. It's amazing. To destroy them. Yeah. But he yeah. seems very generous yeah. at the time. Uh, Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to meet that appointment that God had arranged for his death, this mm -hmm. horrific death. Mm -hmm. And he was describing that coming death mm -hmm. to his disciples. And, and Peter drew him aside and he said, Lord, don't think like that. Don't, don't talk like that. Far be it that that should happen to you. Mm -hmm. Th these things aren't going to happen to you. He and the other disciples and Israel were expecting uh, a hero mm -hmm. for a savior, mm -hmm. for a prime minister, mm -hmm. the Messiah. 
they wanted him to take over, to overthrow the Roman government, to overthrow evil, and, 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 and start ruling. And he right? was a man of many sorrows. Yes. I don't, I don't think that, you know, ev everybody likes to see Jesus as so just sort of confident and wise and optimistic and all those things. And joyful and friendly. Oh, and yeah, and he's smiling, he loves the kids. Yeah, and, right. But he was a man of many sorrows. Yes, and acquainted with grief. And, and I expect that, that Peter communicating with him is like, you're not, you're not being negative again, are you? Right. Like, yeah. just, you yeah. got to stop that, Jesus. He, 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 Peter was coming from the standpoint of, look it, uh, we're here to have the good happen. Right. We're here to take over. Right. We're here to, uh, to defeat the evil. Right. And of course, it was true. Right. It was true. But what did what is what did Jesus do with uh, Peter there at that moment? He he stopped him and he rebuked him and he says, "Get behind me, Satan!" Right. Right. You are an offense to me. You savor the things of the flesh. You savor the things of men and and not the things that are of God. Right. Get out of here. Right. So. Peter was demonstrating his devotion, his consideration, his virtue yeah. to Jesus. Yes, that's right. Um, Jesus said, you, you, you savor the things that are of men. Mm -hmm. Men want the nice things. They want the good things. They want, they want the prosperous things. They want the, the comfortable things. That's, mm -hmm. that's, and that's what Satan is there to give. Mm -hmm. that's what, that he loves to comfort. He loves it. He loves it. He pities. He pities the wicked. Mm -hmm. He does all of that. Oh, those poor children. Those poor innocent children. Oh, those poor women. Oh, those poor people there in such and such a country. Does anything any perpetuate evil more than charity? Not all charity, of course, but just right. generally speaking. Right. Right. It just continues to justify and facilitate evil. Yeah. Yeah, he does, in the nicest of ways. Mm -hmm. And so now. And you can't fault him. He's blameless. That's right. He's blameless. It's amazing. God, guilty as sin. Yeah. And, and with Job, right. uh, Satan says to God, if you were to remove that hedge, the only reason he's listening to you, the only, way, the only way you can get any cooperation out of him is because he's got a hedge around. You've got a hedge around him. And so you're, he knows that, that, that it pays right. to, to do as he's told. But remove that hedge and, and he'll curse you to your face. And Job's behavior was so much like Satan yes. that Satan mistook Job for being like him. Yep. And yeah. so he was just like, <laughs> you don't understand, you don't understand yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. I know what this guy is all about. Yeah. He's just like me. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Self-righteousness. Yes. Self-righteousness versus, versus God's righteousness. And by all accounts, Satan was right. Yeah. Anybody who was acting like Job. Yeah. 99.9% .9 of the time, Satan's accusation would be perfectly true. Yeah. Perfectly yeah. true. And, but, and but Job had, was given something. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he's the classical person, the classical religious person who has mm -hmm. to go through the fires. The first Christian has to go. Perfectly upright. There has to be, yeah, perfectly. God, God said so. Right. He's perfect and upright, eschewed evil, and feared God. God said that of him. Mm -hmm. Right? And, and, and Job's ensuring, and Satan's always ensuring, that their ways are blameless. Yeah. And, and God doesn't act that way. Right. He, you know, his, he, he does what he knows that he needs to do, what he desires to do, 
and it doesn't bother him a bit that by all accounts he appears to be a monster. Yeah. Yeah. He's not concerned about that. He's not he's not focused on appearing blameless is my point, even though he is. Right. Right. And then man wants to appear blameless even though he isn't. Yeah. 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 Right, judge not after the appearance. Because by all appearances, God is at fault. If you go by the appearances. Yes. So the ultimate What's temptation. It's to get out of jail free card for all sin. It is. It is to find fault with God saying, I don't I don't believe in that kind of God. I'm too good for that. Mm -hmm. I'm too good for that. So if he wants to do he he's going against his own laws, if that's what you're talking about. You shall not kill, right? You shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal. He's destroying people left and right. His own creation, mm -hmm. his own people. Mm -hmm. How can you believe in such a God, such a tyrant, such a horrible creature? And the things that God does are just, they're abominable. Mm -hmm. Right. They're there. They're there. How can you argue with that? How can you argue with a so-called atheist who says... Well, you can't. Hey, That's why the carnal mind is at enmity with God. Yeah, yeah. Because as long as you're arguing on a reasonable basis, uh, yeah. according to man's carnal reasoning... That's right. God loses. That's right. He's, he he get nailed in a court of law. That's right. As totally culpable. Yeah. What, what uh, murder by negligence, they call it? Yeah. Just yeah. allowing people to die? Yeah. And they talk about acts of God in right. the insurance industry. The acts of God. Yeah, tsunami in the, in the Pacific there. Yeah, yeah. And hundreds of thousands million, of people are disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to have some miraculous transaction take place in your heart for you to simply believe that God is good. The Bible says that God gave the law, not so that we could keep the law and make ourselves right with God, but to show us that we can't. That's right. why we're given to the law. To demonstrate our To demonstrate our, our falling inability. short, yeah, falling short of, of God and His glory right. and His power. And uh, he, gave, he gave the law in the beginning. He said, whoever Whosoever sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. That's in Genesis 9, 6. And then what, three chapters later, you have Abraham coming on the scene, and a few more chapters later, he's sacrificing his own son in obedience to God, who calls him to do that. Mm -hmm. He's going against his own law, presenting it that way. Why did he do that? He wasn't going against his own law. His law is perfect. He's perfect, so he's not going to do that. But, it's, but he, he's presenting it that way. The law is a created thing, and he's the creator. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the law is good. Paul says that in Romans. Um, he's, he's demonstrating that we don't have any righteousness. And you know who Antichrist is? Is the one who substitutes his righteousness for God's righteousness. Mm -hmm. That's what he's doing. That's the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. It's not against Christ. It's, it is, but it's not so much against Christ as in place of. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's what, that's what Cain, Cain was doing. He was offering a sacrifice for the wrong reasons. He was there to get. Mm -hmm. And so he was being a good guy. He was mm -hmm. offering sacrifices to God. And it was the real God. It wasn't a false God. It wasn't a demon God. It was mm -hmm. to God, mm -hmm. right? But it was wrong for him to, to, to present whatever he had to God in order to, to get what? Honor? Mm -hmm. Acceptance? 
And that's what people are doing. All these churches, all these religions, that's what they're doing. They're giving their bodies to be burned, some of them. Uh, there are Jews, Christians, Muslims, Buddhists, you name it, all the religions. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, Hinduism, all of it. It's mm -hmm. all there with men proving their righteousness. Mm -hmm. And they do prove their righteousness, proving that their righteousness isn't worth a hoot. Mm -hmm. It's worth nothing. You know what the difference, you know what makes righteousness? Faith. Mm -hmm. It is honoring God for who he is. And, and, and if you honor him for who he is, you're going to have to deny any, any righteousness within well, yourself. Yeah, and, and, deny and, the law, and the law will prove that. You, you, no start, you set out to start to keep the law. You may keep it in the letter perfectly, just like Job did. Right. He did keep it perfectly. But he failed miserably because he was depending on keeping the law. Right. And he, and he spoke. And, and, that's, and that's the same thing that happens to everybody that tries to keep the law. It's not just Job. Right. Job, Job wasn't an unusual case. And he thought he had rights. Sure, absolutely. Right. And he, and he demanded that he was innocent. And according to the letter, yeah, he was innocent. He was. Right. God even said so. And he's like, you know, it was like he was kind of torn, as, as I remember. Like, you know, he says, he's like, you know, I want to be heard. Right. Hey, don't I have a right to be heard here? Like, I'm innocent. Don't I have a right to be heard? Right. And he says, you know, right. he says, but I know. Even if, I'm, even if I'm right and God's wrong, what can I yeah. say against him? Yeah. That's right. What, what, so he, he had some, some inkling that essentially God was right and he was wrong simply on account of the fact that God could squish him like a bug for arguing. But it was almost like, look, God, just because you're bigger and greater, like, do you have to be a jerk? Yeah. Look what you've done to me. You multiply my suffering. Yeah. And, and I mean, I can relate to that just, just in... The, my life as I've gone through it is there's times where you're like y you believe God you know he's in charge of everything but you're like <laughs> like is this really necessary like yeah I don't think I have much more and you're you're asking for more yeah yeah you know if I need more won't you give it to me yeah because I'm falling short yeah and so you know I you we all find fault with God yeah that's every that's last one of us yeah yeah and you have to you have to let go of that so-called right. You don't have a right to complain. That's, that's the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate temptation is to find fault with God, to justify yourself, to clear, right. to clear yourself. For sure. To clear the court, find, find the judgment in your favor. That's, that's, that's the ultimate deception. It's the ultimate uh, excuse. I, even if you know you're wrong. Like it could be like, well, God requires this and I've tried to do it and I can't. And so I know I'm wrong, but like... He made it impossible for me. Yeah, like what chance did I stand if he didn't give me the grace? That's right, that's right. And, and that's where, that's the unforgivable sin. Because as long as you're right there, how can you be forgiven if you're in a state where it's impossible for you to apologize? Right. Right? And that's what the unforgivable sin is. It's a, it's a, it's a state of refusing any possible change of heart. He's a jerk. He's in charge, and look what he did. Yeah. So don't blame me if he's in charge of everything. Yeah. Denying the sovereignty of God, but blaming him for all the world's woes. Right. Well, and I think even there, you know, there's, there's people, are, and, and 
I think a lot of people deny the sovereignty of God because uh, if he's sovereign, then why would he do all this? Right. But then there's many people, I, or n maybe not many, but there's some people who will acknowledge the sovereignty of God mm -hmm. and find fault with him anyway. It's like, okay, oh, sure. so you're in charge of everything? Right. I know it. I know you're in charge. That's what Job was doing. He's like, I know you're in charge of everything. That's right. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. So if you're in charge of everything, you know, what the hell? Yeah. And what did God say to him in the end? Right. He laid out where he was wrong, and Job realized, God spoke to him, right. and he realized that, that he was wrong, and it says that here's, here's the man of, of whom it was said by God himself, here's a man, perfect, upright, eschews evil, right. eschews evil, yeah. fears God, and here's this man at the end, Abhorring repenting, himself. Re abhorring himself and repenting in dust and ashes. He says, I've only heard of you. So he was talking out of what? Indirect experience. Right. And now suddenly God took him through the fires, took him through the whole mill, and there he was realizing how wrong he had been. Yeah, like some, some young, hard-working upstart in some big company. And he, and he, he doesn't steal a post-it note and he shows up to work every day and he figures that entitles him right. to criticize the CEO right. on the first disagreeable transaction they have. And how right. many people have we met like that? Yeah. Everything's hunky-dory and they're just, oh, they're, yeah. so, they're so enthusiastic and supportive and faithful and then one little thing goes wrong and you find out that the only reason they were really being righteous was so that they would be in a position to find fault. Yeah. And that's not the reason for being yeah. righteous. Yeah. And, and, and then the CEO comes and along. And that's what the Pharisees were doing. Yes. And the CEO can come along and, and, and just be like, okay, well, did you know this? And do you yeah. know anything about that? Yeah. And, and, and that's what happened to Job. He was thoroughly... Yeah. He hadn't done anything wrong in one sense, except for he found fault with God. Yeah. yeah. And isn't it ironic? Like, uh, the, the Lord's always using good and evil in play. You can't have good without evil. It's like we have scales. We have the balance. There's the, there's the, there's the cost and the pay, mm -hmm. right? There's the gold and the goods, right? Everything's balanced in all of nature, in everything of God's creation. Uh, my son once and I once talked about making a movie where there was no evil in the world, mm -hmm. no evil whatsoever. And he says, Dad, I can't imagine that. That's the, that. It just it just wouldn't work. That would be the boringest movie you ever saw. Mm -hmm. Nobody would want to see it. It'd be like farming without predators or weather. <laughs> be back in the factory. Uh, All the excitement would be gone. But you know, it, it, it's not imaginable, is it? Can you imagine or there even, being a world even, without? Or even desirable. Or even desirable, of course. Yeah. Uh, the JWs, the Jehovah's Witnesses, they'll put out these little booklets. And they've got this dreamy, these dreamy uh, pictures of being in paradise. Reclining by the river with the shade of a tree. Yeah, and, and bird picking and fruit off the, oh yeah. off the tree. And the sunshine's perfect and everybody's smiling. <laughs> wow, talk about hell. It, it reminds me of the Gary Larson caption. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where there's the two guys on the cloud with their harps and their halos. Yeah. And he's looking around and he's like, oh, damn, I should have brought a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> bored yeah. already. Yeah. Oh, just singing praise to Jesus forever. But I, I was—I—I I, I guess I got off track here. Uh, 
the people talk about Job's three friends coming to his comforters, right? Mm -hmm. They were the devil's representatives. Satan sent them too. Not only did Satan take everything away, he sent the Chaldeans in, the Sabians in to destroy his flocks and herds, all his wealth, his servants, and he sent and he sent nightmares. Job couldn't 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 sleep. Nightmares. Yeah. And he plastered his body with boils. Well he also he also sent his three buddies in there to, to harass him. Isn't that how Satan That's works? what happened. After causing all the destruction, doesn't he always come along to be like, Oh, hey, I see you're feeling down. Yeah. That, that's yeah. That's when he loves to show up and patronize you Absolutely. with his charity. And that's what all these churches are all about, Mark. Amen. Every last Amen. one of them. If you find a church that's registered with the government, if you find a church that has a tax or a tax exemption, if you find a church with a name, right? Mm -hmm. If you find a church with uh, formal services, all those signs. Or a downtown outreach program. Exactly. Uh, we talked. We talked in the last video of our tour, Poloski. And I know uh, uh, I have to be hated by multitudes for what I said, but I, I honestly believe I, I had to say it. Uh, he's, he's guilty. Artur, you're guilty. That's, that's all there is to it. You don't understand what you're doing. You are out there for your own sake, for your own gain, for your own honor, for your mm -hmm. own glory. It might not be financial. You may be giving your body to be burned, but if you don't have the love for God, that you claim to, mm -hmm. then you're you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong. Uh, but anyway, there was a fourth man in the book of Job. Nobody mentions him. I, I never hear anybody mentioning the fourth man. But there was a fourth man, and he was younger than all the rest. And he says, you know what, you guys? I, I just shut my mouth and I let you guys talk. I let you speak. Because you were older than I was. You've, you've, you've had the knowledge, you've had wisdom. You're all uh, notable people in society, knowledgeable about God, but you didn't, you didn't give Job the answer that he needed. Right. And here God has, had chosen this younger man mm -hmm. and given him the wisdom to address Job right. and nail, nail him with the truth. Isn't that ironic? Uh, to demonstrate again that it's not man's righteousness. It wasn't their age, it wasn't their knowledge, it wasn't their experience, it wasn't their seminary training or whatever you want to say. Masters of that, divinity. Yeah, yeah, right, that, 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 that met the need. Right. It, wasn't, it wasn't what was acceptable to God. In fact, God said later, now that I've dealt with Job, I'm gonna have him pray for you guys, right? You guys better repent. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm angry with you. Right. I don't like what you did. Because you spoke evil against Job. Sure, sure they did. They, and they had no business. They had no business accusing him of things he was not guilty of. Yeah. That's all they were doing. They were finding fault with him. Finding fault with him, they were finding fault with God. They were denying that God had any righteousness that, o that only counted. There was no other righteousness. They were saying that Job's righteousness should count with God. They were saying that Job had no... He had to have some kind of sin. Yeah, if Job had been righteous, God would have been compelled by a mortal to do such and such. Yeah. And that's essentially what the issue there. Uh, say that again. Well, it's, it's like they were, they were speaking a, a gospel that says that if you do all the right things, that God is compelled right. to reward you. Right. In other words, who's in control? Right. Well, as long as I'm righteous, yeah. God has to hand over my allowance. Yeah, I'm in control. I'm in control. Yeah. And, and right. God came along and he was like, 
I'm the you know he says can you get Leviathan by the hook right or with a hook right yeah. by the mouth right and and that's the not that it couldn't have been a very real creature but that's the he inner was. man he was yeah yes. and that's the inner man yeah. It's like Job is saying, hey, I did this, I did that, I did this. I never laid my eyes on a maiden. And God's coming yeah. along being like, yeah. you really think you're the one who harpooned your inner nature and brought it under control? Yeah. I was the one giving you that righteousness. Yeah. And then after I give you that righteousness, you think I'm compelled to give you this, that, and the other thing? is I gave you all of it. Yeah. You wouldn't have anything without yeah. me. You wouldn't even have your virtue. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and Job didn't realize that the virtue that he did have didn't make him worthy of anything. It was a gift he was unworthy of to begin with. Yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. and, and that's the temptation, is that we have our virtues, we have our abilities, and, and we so quickly think we're the author of them. Like, and like, we're justified. Yeah. We're justified. Yeah. And, and, I do and this Jesus and said to the religious rulers there, he says, you are they that justify yourselves before men. We right. justify ourselves. Um, and in order to do that, we have to condemn God. We have to reject his righteousness. That's the, that's the essence of it. Reject our righteousness. We have to, yeah. We ha but we have to reject his righteousness in order to establish ourselves, oh, in order to justify yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm reminded of that passage, a really clear passage. I'm, I'm going to let my audience in here on a, little, on a little secret here. We have a couple of people looking this way, and they're falling asleep. Are we that boring, Martin? Yeah. Are we? We're relaxing. Relaxed. Just very soothing. Comforting people. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's also 35 degrees out. Uh, people, I want to say what we're speaking is the truth. Yes. We know it's the truth. We have an understanding of God and His ways. And if you're able to receive these things, if, if God gives them to you, you're right. not going to be able to just figure this stuff out. Yeah. If, we, if we were to suggest that, then, then we're, we're all wet in, in everything that we're saying here. We're saying that God is totally sovereign totally in control of your life. You want to be evil? You want to have a snotty attitude towards us, towards God? If you want to have a good attitude, if you, want to, if you love us, if you believe what we're saying, it's God, in both cases, that's doing these things. He's accomplishing all of this. And that's what's happening. And we know what we're talking about. And I, I don't know how many times I've said that. Maybe I'm trying to convince myself. I doubt that very much. But people will think that, mm -hmm. right? Right? The people are waking up, by the way. You notice that? It's yeah. getting a little interesting. Um, uh, and, and you can find fault with us. It's not that hard. Absolutely. If you, if you can find fault with yeah. God, who's, who's it's, and it's a big job to find fault with us. <laughs> right, and that's what the Lord is saying. You, you know, they find fault with me and I'm perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. right. I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. So you better believe they're going to find fault with you. So you know, wait for that. But he's he's given us everything to find fault with him about. For sure, that's the big that's the big excuse. Well, that, he, that's he, the utmost temptation. There was there was nothing in him that any man should desire after him. Right. That you could find right. fault with Jesus. Right. He didn't come as the hero. Right. He didn't come as Nimrod came. Right. Way back in what Genesis ten. Splendor. Right. Yeah. That's Power right. And glory. And glory and might. And that's how Donald Trump. Right. Has come. Right. And I've said that Donald Trump is, I haven't said this publicly before, but I think I will say it now, Martin. It's appropriate. Donald Trump is antichrist. I've agreed with a lot of things that he has said and done, and I would far, far sooner um, defend him than Joe Biden or almost any other politician that I know of. 
but he is substituting for Christ. He's giving good things to people. He's giving them freedom of religion, freedom of speech. He's giving them safety at the borders. Right. He's giving them... Um, Which are great things to give righteous people. Absolutely. That's, that's right. And, 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 and they will, the righteous people will receive that ultimately. They yes. will receive that. He's coming against communism, against socialism, against the dirty rotters that are out there. Yeah. I stand with Donald Trump on all of those things. I have done, and I would, and yeah. I do. And, and I, it, it excites us to see what, uh, what, what he has done, what he's been able to do, in spite of how they so opposed him. But you know what? I have to say that, and I have said it, him giving success to the country itself, just for success's sake, mm -hmm. is not is not it, it's it's destruction. It's that's destruction. It's only it's that's that's the fruit of the destroyer. That's that's the anti antichrist. It's only that's, virtuous that's to give good things to good yes, people, and not absolutely. not that people are good, but you you should be rewarding good behavior with good things. Yes. And the you problem with his approach is that yeah he's. He's not using judgment. That's he doesn't right. have that wisdom. That's right. He just wants to give it to everybody so that everybody will love him. And this and this so-called vaccination that's going to that's been pushed around the whole world. Mm -hmm. He has pressed it. He has pushed the whole world on it by his influence, by his speech. And he probably thinks he's doing them a favor too. Uh, I'm not saying that he's intending any evil. Right. I don't honestly know. Right. I really don't. But I don't. I, I haven't believed that he is. It doesn't matter. The thing is, there is this genocide that's that's being right. pressed on on the whole populace, and and especially in the United States, in Israel, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Now, what you can't tell me that a savior, whether whether on a divine level or a, or an earthly level, that a savior would do that kind of thing. He can't. He's not saving people. He's destroying people. But now, I want to say that God is in control of the whole thing. It's the Lord that decimates the population. He's the one that's going to reduce the population from, what, seven or eight billion down to half a billion. The power of life and death is in God's hands. It's not in Donald Trump's hands. It's not in, in the globalist's hands. It's not in Satan's hands. It's not in, uh, in anybody else's hands. Not Putin's. Not anybody's. It's not in Islam's power. It's not in the nation of Israel to have that power. It's God. God is overall. God is the one who's bringing all this destruction. He said, I send the, the sword and the famine and the pestilence and the wild beast. He, I, the Lord, do all these things. He's the one that's going to purge the earth by fire, figuratively speaking, fire included. He's purging the earth of, 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 of wickedness. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. So, I'm not blaming Donald Trump. Palowski, we said a word or two about him. Mm -hmm. he's, he's serving his part, along with all the other preachers, Coates and Stevens and, and all these other preachers, all these church leaders. It's all, it's all garbage to God. It's all garbage to God. It looks good. You know, giving to the poor, what's wrong with that? Praying for people, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Right. Reading the Bible? What's wrong with that? You see? Right. Satan comes with all, the, with all the goodies. Right. Deceiving. And how else is he going to deceive, even if it were, if it were possible, even the elect? 
How's he going to do that? Is he going to do that by, by, by spitting in your face and lying no, to if you if and do all those things? If he's as good of a replica as possible. Of Christ? In, in, in yeah, terms of yeah. You need to replicate all that, all that virtue. Yeah. And then you need to top it off with giving men what they want. And you've got a surefire way to have nobody finding fault with you and everybody loving you. Yeah. And the Lord came here and they couldn't find fault with him. But since he didn't come here to give men what they wanted, they rejected him. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the one they, thing. They came, he came to give them his will. Right. To require of them what he wants. And Donald Trump says you're going to get tired of winning. He's going yeah. to come and give you your way. Yeah. He's going to make amazing. you win. That's amazing. And that is so impressive. Yeah. It is so impressive. So enticing. Right. This is a man who knows what he, he's got a business background. He's not just a mere politician. He's going to give us what we want. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that he wouldn't have the power, the ability, and the success in doing those things if he did have a chance at it. I'm not saying that he, he, would, he would fail. That he's incompetent or incapable. Right, right. But that's not God's will. That's Satan's will. Right. That's Satan's will. And, and am I saying that Donald Trump is serving Satan um, willingly, knowingly? No, I'm neither not. I don't Peter. believe that's... Neither I don't believe. Neither was Peter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Lord, far be it that evil things should happen. And he said, get behind me, Satan, he said to Peter. And he was, he was offering to Jesus, in a certain way, what he wanted to hear. Or at least what he thought he wanted yeah. to hear. Yeah. But he was, he was appealing to the flesh yeah. of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't know that if he, uh, I don't know that he thought that those are things that Jesus would want to hear. I, I think he was sincerely trying to correct him and, and, it's what, and, it's what Peter and get him wanted to do to some positive thinking. Because I think sure. Peter kind of knew oh, the impending doom. Yes. There's kind of a, a sense of doom there and you're kind of wanting to put it off. Well, no, 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 no. come on, come on, come on. Yeah. But I, I don't think Peter was that optimistic either. He might have just been trying to make the whole situation a little bit less negative. Spiritually, I believe that the disciples, they were, they were in the dark but, and they hadn't received the Spirit yet, so right. that's understandable. But, um, but they, you can sense these things coming. Right. You can sense these things coming. Right. Uh, maybe not. Maybe for some people it's given and some it isn't, but that's okay. Uh, that's neither here nor there. I know that people want the, the good, they want the comfort and everything else, but you can't have that without the pay. Uh, people talk about getting something for nothing. There's no such thing as something for nothing in this world. Right. The scales are always balanced. I used to think that I could get something for nothing. It doesn't matter what it was. Maybe a bargain at a garage sale or whatever, or, or something. There is nothing. And you save ten cents. It cost you twenty. It just there's no such thing as something a freebie. Right. There's no such thing. But now, what's what's the answer to this 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 great problem that we have of of this temptation? What's the answer to it? Can you accuse God of all that evil? He did all these horrific things. Right. What are you going to do with all that? They're true. They're true. He did it. He didn't just allow it. People say, oh, God allows that, but he didn't do it. It's just sinners that did that. It's sin that does that. God created everything. He created everything. So they're accusing him of all this evil. 
But what is, what is the answer to that? And I just see the cross. You have to give up your right to judge. And that's the cross. Yeah. It's not your place. You have to enter into uh, agreement with God. Uh, you have to have that choice, make that choice, that you will believe him, that you will trust him. And, and what, what brings us there is to see the cross and see that God suffered probably the worst thing that you can possibly suffer. Mm-hmm. And, to, and that's to give his own, only mm-hmm. begotten son for the, for the salvation of the lives of his enemies. Mm-hmm. And I, think yeah, I don't know that you can suffer anything worse than that or do anything that's greater than that. Yeah, with your son crying out to you and you turn away from him and yes. leave him there? Well, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? Yeah, right. yeah. And, and we were talking about that the other day. You know, he, he didn't just create the game and, and let other people play it, so to speak. Right. He didn't no. just, he no. wasn't like some, no. some Roman Nero with the gladiator games and he just right. watches with right. delight at the, at the conflict between these people and the bloodshed. Yeah. He, he participated more wholly and fully than yeah. anybody else. Yeah. yeah. He gave up more than anybody else he did. did. That's right. He never required anything from anyone at any time, whether it's close. a person or a nation, that, uh, that, uh, that he wasn't willing to do himself. Right. He, he was willing to pay the ultimate price, and he paid it. Right. 2,000 years ago, he paid it. And you can enter into the reality of that, of that act, the spiritual reality, the essence of it, by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ who laid his life down to bring us out of our sin, out of our falling short of him and his glory, and bringing him into fellowship, bringing us into fellowship with him. Right. I think there's a passage here that just keeps coming to my mind that pretty much nails the whole conversation in Ezekiel. He says, yet you say the way of the Lord is Amen. not just. Amen. Here, you Israelites, is my way unjust? Is it not your ways that are unjust? If a righteous person turns from their righteousness and commits sin, they will die for it. Because of the sin they have committed, they will die. But if a wicked person turns away from the wickedness they have committed and does what is just and right, they will save their life. Because they consider all the offenses they have committed and turn away from them. That person will surely live. They will not die. Yet the Israelites say, the way of the Lord is not just. Are my ways unjust, people of Israel? Is it not your ways that are unjust? Therefore, you Israelites, I will judge each of you according to your own ways, declares the Sovereign Lord. Repent. Turn away from all your offenses. Then sin will not be your downfall. Rid yourselves of all the offenses you have committed and get a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, people of Israel? For I take no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Sovereign Lord. Repent and live. Amen. I think that pretty much yeah. sums the whole thing up. Yeah. yeah. You know, everybody's accusing him of injustice. You've just brought up a scripture here that, that is so apt for this whole thing. There, there's another scripture that is quite apt. Uh, I don't remember where it is. I'll help you find it. You okay. Um, the prophet, was, it's, it, it's in one of the prophets, I believe. And he was saying, you know what? You guys are worse than, than harlots. Harlots sell their bodies, and they pay. They, 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 they charge rather. They charge their clients for their services. 
but you're worse. You you you, you pay, pay to be violated. You pay to be yeah. You pay to be a prostitute, and that's what Artur Paluski and a lot of these other people are doing. They're actually paying their clients. Yes. Yes. They're because, paying them. Because they're whoring after the affection of all these yes. people who have no yes. standards. Yes. Because, you know, they'll act like they're so virtuous for helping the poor, when in reality, all the people who are successful in life just don't have the time of day for somebody so desperate for attention. And right. so a lot of these people go seeking after the poor because they don't have, I mean, if you offer me a sandwich, I'm not impressed. Right. Right? Yeah. But if you offer them a sandwich, it, it, they're just... It's just really cheap to purchase their worship. It's just a good deal, because yeah. all it costs you is a sandwich and they love you. Yeah. And, and it's just, you know, yeah. we have those signs over there, your proverb. Yeah. Right? Friends are the most expensive thing in the whole world. Yeah. And, and enemies are abundant and no, cheap no, no, to buy. Dime a dozen. Dime a dozen. Yeah. And, and who are our enemies? But those who love themselves. Uh, where somebody's trying to get our attention here. Ezekiel 16, 31. Ezekiel 16, 31. Ezekiel, it's the same, same. It's, it's only a couple chapters away from the one I mentioned, 16. Same prophet. Same prophet. Our man. Our brother in the Lord. Amen. How long have we been here so far in this presentation? A little over an hour. Oh, the battery isn't dead. Right there, an hour. Yeah, we're we're pretty good at getting there. Let's, let me just talk about impeccable timing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, we're almost there. And Ezekiel 1631. Right. Oh, almost there. Enlarge the prince. Yes. You adulterous wife, you prefer strangers to your own husband. All prostitutes receive gifts, but you give gifts to all your lovers, bribing them to come to you from everywhere for your illicit favors. So in your prostitution, you are the opposite of others. No one runs after you for your favors. You are the very opposite, for you give payment, and none is given to you. Amen. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. They're going out, and they're looking and, and, and working for the people so it's that those people will give them the worship they so desperately yeah. want. Isn't that kind of what uh, Satan was doing when he tempted the Lord? He said, all these kingdoms, I'll pay you right. to worship me. Right. I'll give you everything. I'll do anything. Just worship me. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm asking for. That's what Artur Polowski is doing. Not only Artur. He's by all no means alone. Yeah, all these sandwiches all, will I give to you. All, all these churches, every one of them. Yeah. Yes, the politicians, same thing. I'll give you this and this. They'll make promises. We'll give you this. We'll, we'll give rights to so-and-so. and We'll give subsidies to so-and-so. This industry, that industry, that association. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. Just vote for me. Just mm -hmm. get me in there. Mm-hmm. Put your confidence in me. I'll right? That's what they're saying. Yeah, I'll gladly take your stuff and spend it on looking virtuous so that you'll vote yeah. for me. Yeah. And you know what? There's nothing for nothing, or, or, or there's nothing, f nothing free, right? 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 
Yeah, like no all, these, all these government checks people are getting because of COVID, they think that's free. Yeah. They think it's free money. Yeah. It's going to cost them their, their houses, their lives. Yeah. You know what's happening? They think that they're going to get a chunk of it that's going to cost the rest of society, but it's not going to cost them because they're going to get that chunk. Mm -hmm. So it'll kind of balance the books. I've had those thoughts, okay? Mm -hmm. But there's nothing free, nothing free. Right. You will pay every penny. And, and, and the more you look for freedom in those things at the cost of someone else, the more it's going to cost you. Right. It'll be multiplied. It's just like when you mm -hmm. sow those seeds, whether it's wheat or dandelions or whatever, uh, you sow those seeds and that's what, that's what you're going to get back. Or weeds, yeah, thistles, and, and, and you you're going to get it back and it's going to be multiplied. And, and you notice that, that uh, at least I've noticed, because you know you, you, you grow uh, barley or some grain, you put one kernel in, maybe you get 20, maybe you get 40. You plant one tiny little seed of pigweed, you get 200,000. <laughs> Can know? we market pigweed somehow? Yeah, no, when you, uh, when you reap what you sow, you should know something about how, yeah. how much weeds multiply yeah. and how quickly. Yeah. Well, I've seen weeds that I've sown for in my lifetime, right. and I collected a lot more than I ever bargained for. Right. Oh, man, and that happens. It sure happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was all pigweed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And thistles. And thorns. Right. Yeah. No, you don't get away with anything. You don't get anything for nothing. You pay the price. Pay the price, and you'll have, you'll have everything. If you receive the Lord, you'll have everything. If you acknowledge His sovereignty, if you believe Him, submit to Him, you'll have everything. Because if you have Him, you have everything. You're lacking nothing. That's the way it is. And, and maybe it's worth reading how the Lord feels about that prostitute, what's going to happen to that whore. Right? I will sentence you to the punishment of women who commit adultery and who shed blood. I will bring on you the blood vengeance of my wrath and jealous anger. Then I will deliver you into the hands of your lovers. And they will tear down your mounds and destroy your lofty shrines. They will strip you of your clothes and take your fine jewelry and leave you stark naked. And that's what's happening. Yes. They'll bring a mob against you and they'll stone you and hack you to pieces with their swords. They'll burn down your houses and inflict punishment on you in the sight of many women. I will put a stop to your prostitution and you will no longer pay your lovers. Then my wrath against you will subside. Amen. And, and, and these people don't realize you'll be, you'll be torn apart by the same people you were feeding. Yes, yes. That's right. Yeah. There's nobody who will hold you in more contempt. Because you, you were the one with so little dignity that you paid them to come for you. Right. And then you think they're going to have respect for you? Right. No kidding. That doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I've tried to appease people. I've tried to reach out to them. Right. I've tried to somehow make it softer. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I'm just, I'm just taken for a fool. Yeah, I'm you give away freebies idiot. to prove your generosity and goodwill. Yeah. And people just love freebies. Yeah. And yeah. if you're giving it away for free, it can't be worth anything, which is surely true. No kidding. Because yeah. uh, the, 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 the prostitute might give away her goods for free. Isn't but, it? But the Lord doesn't. Right. He doesn't give away his goods for free. Right, right. Uh, and isn't it ironic how uh, they're giving freebies for getting your shots? Whether it's pizza or, or, or whatever. La lap dances in Lethbridge? Was it, was it not Lethbridge? Where was it? 
someplace in the U.S. Okay. I'm corrected, but they were they were they were strip clubs handing out free lap dance tickets. Uh, I don't know what those COVID. are, but I can guess. So I can I can I can so hear the the complimentary general. services yeah. at the strip club. Right, right. Yeah. And they're they're offering all kinds of things. Yeah. Why? Just uh, think donut, about it. Donuts. Anything. Yeah. Just yeah, anything. Any any possible vice or pleasure or guns lust guns? that people have. Guns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fat lot of good the guns gonna do you. No kidding. Yeah. It's like wow. I'll give you a gun if you let me put a bullet in your head, okay? Yeah. You wanna call it a trade? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. And and I, I just wanna close with the Lord's in full control. Mm-hmm. He's in he's in full control of everything. Mm-hmm. And he's blameless. And he's blameless. That's right. And, he did and if you want to blame him, you're dead. That's all. You're dead. And he'll he'll have caused you to blame him. And, and so what are you going to do about it? So now he is to blame because because he's given you the blame. Right. He's given you the the, the ability or the opportunity to blame him. You're and, dead. And what are you gonna What are you gonna gain? Right. What are you gonna do? And hasn't it been all these years? Hasn't man had all the possible chances uh-huh. to prove because we're you know, men are saying, "Oh God, your 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 theocracy, your ways, your you're horrible." Yeah. And they get together, and haven't they tried every yeah. possible system? Yeah. Have they not so thoroughly proven that every time man does things his way, that it's much worse? Yeah. And I, 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 mean, I don't want to ramble on, but it's like it was how much battery time yeah. do you have left? People don't want us to ramble on yeah. either. Just there, there wasn't another solution. Yeah, that's right. Right, all this evil and everything, you can you can find fault with him, but there wasn't another solution. And that was all designed by the Lord to prove that, to yeah. demonstrate that. This is the perfect solution. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it the whole ecosystem in balance. He he yeah. so wisely solved all of the problems perfectly. Amen. And people find fault with him and say, well, you could have done it without that. And God says, okay. Go for it. Yeah. Try to set up your own kingdom and prove yeah. it to me. Yeah. You get your own dirt. Right. And and then what do they do? They they create atrocities far yeah. worse. Yeah. Right. The Lord says, you, yeah. you call me unjust. Yeah. Look what you guys are doing. Yeah. That's right. Because he right. takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Men do. Yes, they do. He has it all balanced. But you know, Martin, I have prayed to the Lord. I have prayed to him and I've said it. I've said it to you. I want to see the wicked destroyed. Right. I, I have to confess it. If that's wrong of me, if that's wrong of me, then it's wrong of me. But that's what I want to see. I want to see the wicked destroyed. I want to see my enemies put away. I want to see the vengeance of the Lord. I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I won't do that. But I know the, the Lord can, mm-hmm. and I know that he will. Right. And he has done it many times already. Right. But I, I want to. I want to see all evil wiped, wiped out. That's what I want to see. I just want. Right. I want to see all evil, evil put away. And if I have to be part of that put away, that's fine with me. I'm. I'm ready to go. Just take me. Take me out with the rest of them. But I want them out. Right. All these evil people. This horrible, horrible, horrible scene on the entire face of the earth. Pedophilia. Right. Uh, kidnapping. Torture. All yeah. those things. Oh man, I want to see that out. I just want to see that out. And the Lord has come here now to do it. That's it for for tonight. So what's the topic? I keep getting these words mixed up. What is the ultimate Temptation. temptation?
That's what it is. It's to find fault with God. And he's given you a total... You've got every opportunity you've to. Got, you've got a total array of excuses to condemn him. Yeah. And he's saying, go for it. Right? Mm -hmm. And if that's, if that's your stand, then, then, then you're finished. That's it. Yeah. The carnal mind finds fault with God. Amen. Carnal mind is at enmity with God. Yeah. Yeah. He uses the New World Translation or whatever I use, the King James. And right. We get along just fine. I'm not the King James only guy right. around here. I can show you all kinds of mistakes in the King James. Aberrations. Right. And there are those people, the New King James people, who think that the King James Bible is, is perfect and it's the only Bible. Right. You guys are clowns. You're just clowns. That's all you are. You don't have a clue what you're talking about. There's another guy I listened to on the net just to... <laughs> don't get me going here. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. <laughs> he was condemning the Apostle Paul. He was saying that the Apostle Paul was a false oh, yeah. apostle. What an idiot. <laughs> what an absolute <laughs> idiot. Yeah. So, and, and he's claiming to be the Messiah now. In fact, he sent, he sent uh, a letter in the mail saying, this is from Rabbi Yeshua HaMashiach. So I wrote back and I said, tell me, am I yours or am I deluded? Right. And that was it. Yeah. I might hear from him, I might not. What atrocious stuff he was saying. Yeah. An ignorant fool, an mm -hmm. ignorant fool, a damned fool. I'm trying to remember his name, doesn't matter. I don't think he needs any advertising. All right, folks, there's so much we could talk about. Lord willing, you'll have something from here that, that'll, that'll do you mm -hmm. in good stead. Amen. Amen.